0: The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. Thought Leaders, Storytellers and Griots. Sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. 7.35 you are with SAFM 104 to 107. How's it? I'm Michelle Constant. And you are with the JSB. So Thought Leaders, Storytellers and Griots. What is that all about? Well, this is where we look at small stories, Big ideas, massive inspiration. And we travel the world to look at stories that have taken place over the last week or weeks that uh, we think, hmm, okay, that's something we'd like to just celebrate or engage with or understand a little further. Our first story for today in Thought Leaders, Storytellers and Griots is uh, a gentleman, Professor Gerald John Pillay. He's the Vice-Chancellor of Liverpool Hope University, which uh, offers services to higher education. Merseyside, Liverpool, I feel like I need to start uh, singing a Beatles song or something. Prof Pillay, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Well, delighted to meet you uh, on Radio Michelle.
0: So I have to say Prof Pillay, I, I did go to Liverpool once and Leeds as part yeah. of a, I mean, can you believe it? Those were the days. Um, as part of a kind of Beatlesy sort of um, event and also to just look at all the other musicians that came from, from the area that you're in because certainly it's a uh, it's, it's a musical joint, one could say, hey?
1: It is, yes. Merseyside and Merseysound. yeah, well-known and a great, great, happy city.
0: Oh, I'd love to hear that. Prof. Pillay, mm-hmm. before we go into the celebration which we are celebrating with you, if not, why not? You were um, born in South Africa.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was born in Natal, near Mzut Am-
0: and I yes. uh, grew
1: up in Durban.
0: Oh. Ah, yes. That's uh, my home home area as well. So uh, nice, nice to, to hear you. that. Yeah, Etiquarny, <laughs> Durban, sure. Um what age were you when you went to to the UK?
1: Well no, I I, I was there until my forties, Michelle. And then oh. I I was I I I I taught for, for nine years at the University of Durban Westville another nine at UNISA in Pretoria, um, uh, during those terrible days of uh, of apartheid and so on, and only left in my 40s to take up um, a chair in my field, theology in New Zealand, um, and then um, taught there for several years and was appointed here as head of Liverpool Hope University in 2003.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay, so now that takes us to uh, one of the great kudos that have just come your way with regards to the work that you do. You have been honoured with the Order of the British Empire, the OBE, which is just extraordinary, um, with regards to the pioneering work that uh, your team have been doing on COVID vaccine.
1: Um, Not particularly COVID vaccine, but uh, this uh, citation which came from the Secretary of State just the other day, was for contribution to higher education, yeah, and uh, and that was on on four continents uh, uh, that I, I, l- I had the opportunity to live and work work on. But uh, yes, it was my beginnings in South Africa that I, I in many many ways am so grateful for. Uh, but yes, it was for service to higher education.
0: So, Prof, um, when you look at the work over the four continents uh, that you are being celebrated for. Are there highlights, and uh, perhaps also worth asking you what the challenges are as well, because with a regard, with a challenge is always interesting because it does talk to, does one is one able to find a solution?
1: Indeed, I can't agree with you more, Michelle. Um, actually, my, more for, my most, most formative years was in South Africa, the land of my birth. Yeah, I grew up there and and, and grew up, as I said earlier, under apartheid. Um, Apartheid was a strange thing. Um, it uh, tried to put us into racial boxes yeah. and gave us no choice, really. For instance, I had to go to schools in Indian area, as my uh, fellow South Africans go to schools in their own areas. We were, brought, you know, seg- apartheid means separateness, yeah. and it was a culture of in, consciously incul- inculcating separateness, um, and yet. Those were formative days, you know. uh, It it was a vicious system that could either make you angry and bitter and twisted, or it can, as my uh, late um, father used to say, you turn adversity into opportunity. And in those days, you know, with the Soweto riots and the disillusionment with education, um, the elderly folk in my community, and certainly my dad, kept saying that education is liberation. Get, you, get the best possible education you can. And, um, uh, you know, in line with the question you're asking me, it's in those contexts that one actually f- is formed as a human being.
0: Formed. And life is it's a journey. Is, is, is,
1: is formed. Formed. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and, and shaped in the way that is indelible. Uh, you can, you know, you are the result of your circumstances, and yet, out of the universe, out of it's those circumstances that make you unique,
0: yeah in
1: that sense, it shapes your life and forms your life. Um, so I, I grew up with learning many lessons, and when I moved, I, I taught for nine years at the, what was then the University of Durban-Westfield, yes. which I'm eternally grateful for, because I had no choice. We had to go there, so. but uh, there we, I met some extraordinary people and teachers. Yeah. Um, we had to, I went to a, you know, an Indian primary school, Springfield Model in Durban. Yes. And to Centenary High School, unlike the, the, the privileged and the others, we had very few choices, but the choices became the opportunity.
0: Yeah.
1: And the, um, you know, adversity becomes something that is liberating. So I'm truly grateful, in spite of all those years of pain and difficulties, I'm truly grateful for that formation. And uh, and when I went to Pretoria, that was an interesting time. It was still the years before apartheid. Um, uh, I was professor at Unisa, and uh, was, you know, when Mr Mandela was released in 1990, we were yeah. given the task of then shaping, uh, helping to shape the university for democracy in 1994. That was a learning experience and in in the journey of life, which is the journey each of us is on we we learn things along the way and we change the impressions we have of other people. Uh, we also change the stereotypes and the caricatures in Natalia, we had stereotypes about africanism yes in, and when we got there, I made some wonderful friends. I got to be understand the dynamics of you know conflict and resolution and such like and my dear friends of Afrikaners, English, uh, you know, across the old range. I'm very grateful, uh, Michelle, also to my teachers, the Indian teachers, in yeah. people, models, centenary. These were, you know, people who who helped me along the journey. Uh, University of Devon Westville, my colleagues and friends, my family, of course. It was Westville I met, my dear wife, um, and... Uh, it, it's these things along the way. My family and you know all those who helped you along. Uh, professor Kricher, I remember an Afrikaner, and Al Pitches and Professor Rauke, a German, Professor Wester and many of my Indian teachers. These are the people I am very grateful for. So- and then I, of course, I le- left left South Africa uh, um, and went off to be professor in New Zealand. And I remember Mr. Talbot the Lut- two Lut- uh Lut- Lut- Ms. Alba Sisulu was at a meeting, and I asked her, the senior senior elderly mother, really, I said to her, what is your advice? I've been given this position in New Zealand. Should I do it or not? And she said to me, well, the children of South Africa must serve the whole world. She said, you must go and do it. And I remembered what an encouragement that was.
0: Yeah. You, so, know, you prof, know, one
1: learns. Yes, go ahead, please, go ahead.
0: I, what go. I wanted to ask you was, you know, and, and, and earlier when I said forged, uh, I actually did mean forged. I know you said that you were formed, but I think often one is forged in adversity as well, Um uh, much like if one goes into a foundry. You know, that's yes. – you, you mm-hmm. are forged in that fire, and in many ways – I listened to you talk and I think there's no doubt that um, Professor Pillay was forged in adversity. And indeed, it is that very adversity that has um, ensured that you've been able to, to make this extraordinary journey. Um, I have two questions to you before we need to go. The first one is you spoke about the importance of education or education as we need it. But one of the things we've been thinking a lot about here on the show is the idea of education not necessarily as tertiary education, but education as one can grab at it, eat it, simply take it into your body and your bones and your life without having to go to school because not everyone has that opportunity to go to tertiary education. And I wondered if you could maybe just um, touch on that for us.
1: Well, I think that um, the education of a community is uh, tied up with what makes us human. Uh, simply because uh, the more we broaden our mental horizons, the more we engage with life and, and, and the world, the better the chances are, as you say, uh, being being forged. And it is forged on an anvil of time and, hmm, and circumstances. Yes. Um, it's very important, I think, Michelle, as we do here in the UK, that we get as many people beyond high school as possible. We've got about forty-eight to fifty percent who get to university in Britain at the moment, um, and they want—they are concerned about the forty or fifty percent who don't
0: don't get there. Yeah,
1: and to have a uh, to uh, to have a um, a a a learned a learned community shaped in many ways, not only by formal education, but uh, a a thoughtful community will have a thoughtful democracy. Yeah, and democracy then doesn't become a herd, but becomes a beehive, Brilliant. where all of us take part in an informed way. Uh, we cease to be just the masses. We cease. To, we seem. We are part. We then become participants and citizens.
0: I love so the idea that getting, we become a beehive. I love that.
1: <laughs> because it still has as, as many as many bodies, in, in, but it, there is a kind of rhythm and, and a harmony that yes. a herd, rushing and fro
0: doesn't have yeah we shouldn't even be talking about herd immunity we should be talking about beehive (laughs) immunity i I think that that's a better prof Pillay, have you put that obe next to your name on your email address well not quite
1: yet not quite um,
0: Uh, I think it's time. In yeah. fact, uh, if any of your family are listening, I bet you they're going to be uh, sending that signature to you so that you can do it. Congratulations. And um, you are, uh, as one might say, a son of the soil. Thank you so much for uh, being I am the person that you are.
1: <laughs> well, Michelle, thank you for having me on your program. All the best.
0: All the best, Professor Gerald John Pillay. He's the Vice Chancellor of the Liverpool Hope University, and he won his OBE, the Order of the British Empire, for services in higher education. Uh, as he, you know, we mentioned, he's uh, working out of Liverpool, Merseyside, in the UK, and uh, is uh, one of the supporters of that great Mersey Sound that takes. Place.